Welcome to Do It For The Process, studio conversations for artists and creatives. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, professional artist, educator, and mother of three. In this podcast, we dive deep into what it means to run a successful creative entrepreneurship, how to stay true to your art while also growing your creative business. And I always give a gentle reminder to fall in love with the process all along the way, because I firmly believe your creative business is only as strong as your creative practice. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, Emily here. How are you doing? I hope you're breathing. I hope you're well and healthy. I hope that you are weathering this very bizarre, unexpected storm that we're weathering. Man, I feel like since last time we talked, the entire world has kind of turned upside down and everybody is feeling vastly different than they were just a few weeks ago. I want to say that if you're here and if you are hopeful and positive, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you and for being a bright light and for being someone that stands counterculture to the fear that we're all being told to be consumed by. Thank you for sharing your work. Thank you for sharing your joy. It's it's so, so important. A few days ago, I was talking with my mentor. Um, I'm in a mastermind and my mentor's name is Stu McLaren. He's a brilliant businessman and brilliant, uh, just a generous human. And in that group, in the mastermind group, we were kind of just all expressing our collective fears and our collective discomfort. Everyone in the group is a successful business owner of like, not just artists, but all kinds of businesses. Um, anything from photography to guitar uh, tutorials, to meal planning, to um, painters. And, and it's just a really vastly mixed group. And it's really a a huge blessing to be a part of because they're all so smart and so wise. And yet, even though we're also smart and so wise and we know how to run businesses so well and we're so successful, quote unquote, even then we have fears and it's scary and it's a really bizarre and surreal time to be an entrepreneur. And we were just talking about that collectively and Stu piped up and said, maybe he might've said that's like three or four times. He asked the question, what does this make possible? But what does this make possible? And he kept asking that repeatedly throughout the conversation and just reframing our mindset subtly with that simple question. But what does this make possible? And as an entrepreneur, this very bizarre and special season that we're in right now, where we're staying home, not by choice necessarily, but by by necessity, where our kids are with us, where we're working from home more often, where we get to innovate in how our life looks and feels. This is actually the makings of a huge blessing for many of us. If, if we do it right, if we spend our time properly and if we channel our energy in the right direction. So as concerns about COVID-19 increase, I 100% understand and relate to those concerns. And yet I would like us to reframe this mindset a little bit into one that is going to be productive and profitable and truly beneficial to you and your creative career. I know the whole world feels crazy. I know that people are in pain. 
I know people are sick and scared, and I know that people are watching their dearest friends, or maybe they themselves, maybe you yourself are having to close your business, either for a moment, for a season, or for forever. I know that there are so many small businesses that are really feeling the the brunt of this. Honestly, like this is very painful for many, many small business owners, especially those that have brick brick and mortars, restaurants, coffee shops, uh, boutiques, places that rely on people coming into their shop and buying things. They're all closed. And I know that's terribly scary and, and it's going to cause this is the upside. It's going to cause some innovation. It's going to cause some getting creative and not just being lazy with your business as usual. No, no more of that. The ones that succeed are the ones that are going to rise to this challenge. But on the flip side of that, I'm also watching low income households, low income earners, those that work in retail or service industries who no longer have their hourly wage job, who no longer have their um, you know, their shop job or their, their service job or whatever they may be, what are they going to do? You know, how does that affect them? It's, it's a different level and a different layer of fear that those of us with either salary jobs or, or entrepreneurial jobs or other kinds of work, um, yeah, we don't feel that as much. So I know that there are pains. I know there are hard, hard things about this season and we barely even talked about people that are actually sick. That's not even that's not even the most painful part of us for most for most people. Most people aren't sick. They're more feeling the the external results of this. We're all hurting. Especially if you are sensitive and aware, we're all hurting. However, I'm also watching our society shift. I'm watching people go home. I'm watching them spend time with loved ones. I'm watching them have more space, more margin, so they can possibly try new things, learn new things, have new experiences. I'm watching the people around us long for clarity and beauty and hope. And guess what? As a creative, as someone that is self-proclaimed beauty maker, that's your job. That is your job. You, you can offer that clarity and that peace, and that beauty, and that hope. That is your job. Isn't that amazing? So I ask you again, what does this make possible? What does time at home make possible? What does time with loved ones make possible? How can you grow and evolve intentionally during this strange season? How can you, how can you expand your business? How can you expand your creative practice? How can you expand your focus in the studio? Is fear going to derail your success? Here's a trick or here, not a trick, but here's a tip. If you're a creative entrepreneur, I'll just tell you this fear and inspiration literally cannot exist at the same time in your brain. So if you are constantly living in fear, you cannot experience inspiration. And if you can't experience inspiration, it is very hard to be creative. It's very hard to produce good work if you are feeling fear. So I'm going to recommend slash strongly recommend slash possibly maybe demand (laughs) that you turn off the TV, that you turn off the news, that you open your news app on your phone maybe once a day, maybe. I'm saying this because if 
if your job and your job is if your job is to create beauty to offer clarity and peace and hope then for you to clutter your mind with fear is to derail your success it is to make it so that you cannot do your job because your job is to have a mind that is flooded with inspiration and peace and beauty and hope that way you can share those exact same things with your audience and with your collectors and with your customers so turn off the tv it does not serve you it does not serve you it is so worth protecting that precious and fragile thing that we call inspiration and you know what i haven't watched one tiny bit of news this whole time i don't i don't watch the news i haven't watched the news in years I've not read one news article all week. I read one last week and it was a mistake. It threw me off my game for a, like a whole half the day. And yet, guess what guys? I feel like I know what's going on pretty well. You know, there are people that are doing their job and their job is to share the news and they do it beautifully. And I do not feel like I'm missing out at all. I know what the governor says. I know what the news says. I know what the CDC is saying. Um, there are people in my life, there are people online, there are people all around me that know what's happening in the news and they are happy to talk about it. I don't need to take that on myself. I don't need to take on that emotional burden myself because my job is not, not to synthesize the news. My job is not to distill all the information and make it palatable for my audience. That's not my job. That's a news anchor's job. That's the reporter's job. It's not my job. My job is to create beauty, to offer clarity and hope. That's my job. And that's your job as well. So lean into your role, lean into your purpose here. The news is going to clutter your mind. Inspiration does not live well with that kind of clutter. So clear it away. Are you going to create something new? Something that you're going to be proud of? Something you're going to look back on in one year or in 10 years and say, wow, I cannot believe I did that. I cannot believe how much I accomplished or how beautiful what I created was. I look back on my, my earliest work. I began my business in 2010 during the financial crisis. And the work that I did then was so brave and so innovative and so bold and part of it, it's because it came out of hardship. It came out of some resistance. I had to actually work for this. I had to actually work to begin this thing. And it was absolutely worth it to me and to my audience as well. So what are you going to create? I recommend getting intentional, um, have a plan. In fact, I always recommend having a plan. One of my secret weapons is to arrive at my studio practice with a plan in mind to kind of just envision what this day holds, what I'll be creating before I even set foot in the studio. I already can envision what I'm going to create. And then before I get to the studio, I say five or six simple words. And it is this, I create good work today. I forgot one word, hold on. I will create good work today or today I'll create good work, or in the studio, I create good work. Really, just you just have to say the good work part. That's all you have to say. You create good work. Today, you will create good work. 
in the studio today, you will create good work. When you get to the studio, you'll create good work. When you paint today, you'll create good work. Whatever it might be, just say that to yourself and really believe it, really envision it, really internalize it. You will create good work because your mindset is so ready for success. It's full of inspiration. It's full of confidence. It's full of positivity. And there you go ticket to success. So what are you going to look back on when you think about this season of life? During COVID-19, you create good work. During COVID-19, during this self-isolation, our social distancing, our physical distancing, you use this time to create good work. Or maybe you want to learn new skills or you want to grow your business or develop a new website or kind of spice up your Instagram game. How do you want to progress? Where do you want to see growth? Where do you want to see evolution happen in your creative practice, in your personal life, or in your business? Get very intentional, envision it, know that it can and will be done, and it will be done beautifully, and that you have the ability to do that beautifully. How are you going to help those around you? Now, this can be as simple as volunteering to create space for community and inviting some friends onto a Zoom call or opening up a Marco channel or Marco Polo channel and just talking to some friends, or it could be as tangible as delivering soup to people that just need a meal tonight because they're exhausted. They have kids at home and they're just tired. Or maybe you could send some letters out to some friends that you know need some encouragement. There are so many ways that you can help. Um, If you have the ability to employ somebody, this is a great time to do it. This is a really good time to do it. People need to just have a little bit of confidence that this season is going to be okay and that they're going to be okay. And sometimes the most tangible way you can do that is just to give someone some work and it doesn't have to be full-time. It doesn't have to be a salary lifetime choice decision. Just hire someone for the next week, give them 20 hours of work. I it's, it's really, really beautiful to watch someone just feel confident and valued and at ease because, because they're going to be okay. And most importantly of all, what memories are you going to make with your loved ones? I know isolation can be hard and being crammed in a house together can be hard. And you probably weren't expecting to have so many kids at home if you have kids. I get that completely. And yet, this is a really sweet time to make some very special memories, memories that your kids will remember for the rest of their entire life, I guarantee it. Memories that you will look back on when you are old and gray and, you know, whatever. (laughs) And hopefully you can think on fondly. Um, So yeah, those those are my recommendations to create something you're going to be proud of to learn new skills and to find growth in your personal life, in your business, and in your your creative practice, to help those around you get very intentional about helping people around you. Even if people don't ask for it, they need it. We all need a little bit of extra support, a little bit less social distancing, and a little bit more physical distancing. You can still be social. You can still love your neighbor. You can still do good things for those around you even though we're distancing ourselves physically from each other. And then make some good memories. Really just make this fun if you can. Make this silly. Do things that are that are just weird and wonderful and have fun with this. This is very bizarre. So I ask again, what does this make possible? In the words of Stu McLaren, my mentor, what does this make possible? 
Um, when Steve first asked me that, I, I'll be honest and say that my gut reaction was to kind of dig in my heels and say, nothing, we're fine. Like, my family is fine. My business is fine. I don't need anything. We're fine. I, I've got this. My plate is already too full. I can't add anything else. Don't ask me about possibilities. I don't have space for possibilities. But then, but then, <laughs> as as with those things, as you sit and think about them for a minute, I realized that that response was highly ungenerous. That response was highly self-centered and not cool because though I'm doing fine and my family is doing fine and yeah, we are good to just hunker down together for the rest of the season if need be, those around me are not doing as well. And it's my job as an artist, first and foremost, to bring beauty and hope and clarity and connection to my audience and to my collectors. That's my job as an artist. And that's very, very important to me. And if I shy away from that because I'm fine, yada, 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 that's, that's so self-centered. That is so ungenerous. So my job as an artist is to continue creating work that I'm proud of, to continue offering that work to my audience, though it might not seem like the best time to market my work. I think it is. I think it is. I think my audience needs it now more than ever. My job as an educator is to offer hope and clarity to my students. In that realm, COVID-19 has actually been a beautiful blessing because it's allowed my students to really kind of experience a wake-up call, you know? Like, this has been sobering and awakening for many of us, especially those of us that are entrepreneurs and providing for our families, providing for our incomes, or at least hoping to get there. So my job as an educator is to share what I know. I am really good at running a profitable fine art business. That comes almost, not effortless, it's not effortless, but it comes very easily to me. This is something that is, I've been doing it for a while. I know how to do this. It kind of is, yeah, I, I love it. I love it and it comes very easily to me. So for me to withhold that knowledge, withhold that information from my audience and from my students, Oh my goodness, that is so, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool at all. So my job as an educator is to be consistent, constant, supportive, offer clarity and hope. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm going to show up more now than ever. Um, yeah, that's, that's my goal there. And then my other responsibility in my work life is to be a good employer. There are four amazingly talented, passionate, vibrant, crazy smart women that work for me. And my job when it comes to them is to be as consistent and supportive and expansive as I can. That way they have jobs. That way they can provide for themselves and for their families. That's, that's huge. That's a really, really big deal in my opinion. And along with that, Oh my gosh, can you imagine? What if we could expand our team right now? What if I can expand to be able to hire some other people that really need jobs right now because they may have lost their job or their job might be unpaused during this crazy season? What if I could expand and actually benefit others with my beautiful business? Like how crazy is that? How beautiful is that? So welcome to my new spring plans. I am I'm reframing how I think about this season. I am making as many things possible as possible. That sounded weird. You know what I meant. 
So instead of traveling to the UK with my girls, which we have been planning this trip for 18 months, we're, we're kind of heartbroken that it's at least postponed, if not canceled. Um, instead of that trip, which, which I'm still longing to go on with my daughters, that's something we've been looking forward to for such a long time. And, oh, it kind of guts me that we can't go, but it's okay. Instead of that, I'm pouring my energy into my creative practice my students and my team that way all sides of my business can run as beautifully and effectively and as generously as possible during this time of this crazy time of year so what does this make possible for you because i guarantee that if you step back and look at your creative career and your business or your your passion your hobby your free time whatever you want to look at look at look at all parts of your life and of your business I guarantee you're going to find space where this bizarre life occurrence is actually going to bring you a lot of blessing and a lot of benefit, especially as someone who is in the business of sharing and offering hope and beauty and connection, because now more than ever, those are precious commodities and you have them in spades. So well done. Um, I recommend that just to start, think about one place that you can improve or focus on your creativity. What do you want to try? What do you want to experiment with? What do you want to excel in? Do you want to create a collection? Do you want to work on something new? Do you want to try a new medium? Get creative in your studio practice and find something that you'd like to improve or experiment in. And next, I think it'd be a great time to learn a skill or to find an area of growth outside of your, your creative practice maybe, but maybe in your business or in your personal life, find something that you would like to grow in and experiment in and find some real progress in. Along with that, find someone else that you would like to help. This might be a Zoom call, this might be a phone call, this might be a meal, this might be sending someone a gift card, this might be just writing somebody a letter or sending them a text. Community is very important right now. We are all feeling the walls go up and not by choice, but by, by demand. And that can feel very isolating. That can feel very disconcerting, especially to those that are not naturally introverts, that are not well-equipped to stay at home, that are not naturally, you know, maybe quite as self-satisfied as most, most artists are. So help out your neighbors because they definitely are going to need your calming, reassuring voice right now more than ever. Turn off the news. It does not serve you. You do not need that noise. They will tell you what you need to know, I promise you. And go make some good memories. Go make some good change. Go make some good progress. This can be a season of great growth and of great expansion for you. All right. If you'd like some support doing all of this, I've got you. I'm going to give you guys a little secret. I ran a membership for creative entrepreneurs called The Collective. I love The Collective. Inside of The Collective, we talk about running a creative entrepreneurship, a fine art practice. We talk about marketing and about social media and sales and all the things. It's not a course. It's much, much gentler than a course. In, in my course, uh, Making Art Work, it is intense. It is, it is a lot of information. It is kind of, it's a lot. You need a three ring binder. Let's just put it that way. You need a giant fat three ring binder, <laughs> but in the collective, 
It's much more gentle, much more self-paced. It's community focused. It is, it's just such a beautiful and nourishing space to ask questions, especially those that are specific to the creative entrepreneurship that, you know, no one outside of, of our space really gets these questions, you know, things that really pertain to running a fine art practice or a creative practice. No one gets those questions, but you and me and the collective. So it's the, it's the perfect place to ask that kind of question. Um, along with that, there's a live Q and a each session there. You can see behind the scenes in my studio, things that I'm working on or experimenting with. And this is a place where I feel very open and honest. I can show up as my true self. I can show up with my flaws. I can show up with my expertise and your fellow collectivers, which is what we call ourselves, can also show up with their expertise. The collective is not scheduled to open until April, um, the end of April. However, I, like I said, I'm realizing that my purpose during this season is to show up and to serve. So yes, we're going to open in April, at the end of April, April 23rd, but I would like to open the doors one month early, just for a couple of days, to let those of you that are creative entrepreneurs that want to see growth and change during this bizarre and unique season of life, I want to open the doors now for you. And I want it to be so affordable (laughs) that the only excuse you have to not sign up is maybe that you are too lazy. So (laughs) it's going to be, it's going to be a no brainer. And I'm doing this because I want my creative community to thrive. I don't want financial um, implications to be a barrier right now. I know that things can be weird. Things are up in the air. Everyone's kind of on edge and struggling in all kinds of different ways. Money is not one of those issues with this decision. So take that off the table. That's not an issue. You've got this. Um, The collective is $29 a month which is, you know, sustainable and manageable, but also, you know, it's a thing. Um, but for the month of March, it's going to be $9 for my newly enrolled students. So if you would like to join us and you have $9, you're in, you've got this. Um, and the nice thing about joining is you get access to all the past content as well. So for $9, you can just join the collective hang out with us, learn, grow, nourish, get all the info you might need. And then you can also go over all the past content. And there's quite a lot of past content. We've been going at this for, we've been, we've been together since, um, since August of 2019. So there is a good bit of past content, past Q and A's, past lessons, past behind the scenes in my studios. I give prompts each session so that we can we can really take action together and really see progress and results together. So, ah, uh, it's going to be so worth it. Um, absolutely, please do join us. Like I said, it will open again. Um, well, it'll open early on March 23rd. So be sure to join us. I'm going to keep the doors open for just a couple of days because I don't want this to be. Um, if it's for you, it's for you. You know, I don't want to have to market heavily and make this whole thing. So it's going to be a very gentle open, um, but I would love for you to join. If it sounds like your kind of thing, it's your kind of thing and you got this and I would love to have you in there. Okay. So to learn more about the collective, go to emilyjeffordslearn.com and you can find out about the collective there. 
Again, we'll be opening on March 23rd, just for a couple of days, and it will cost you $9. So that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. All right, I'd love to see you in there. For now, I would love to leave you with these words because I think we need them right now. Remember that today, you will create good work. During the COVID-19 pandemic, you will create good work. Can I say that? I think I can. You will create good work today. You will create good work during this season. You will create good work this year. 2020 is going to be your year because you know how to rise above. You know how to take catastrophes and hardships and things that break your heart and things that cause you great worry. You know how to transpose those and transform them into beauty and goodness and hope and clarity. So go do your job. You've got this. This is absolutely what you're here for. This is absolutely what you need to rise to the occasion and make something beautiful, make something good, offer hope and goodness and clarity to your audience and to your collectors. All right. With that, be well, wash your hands, create good work, and remember to always do it for the process. All right. Bye for now.